The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business on News Talk. It is the Anton Savage Show. I'm joined by Brenda Power, columnist with the Sunday Times and the Irish Daily Mail and Fergus Finlay, Irish examiner, columnist and former government advisor, which is relevant in relation to the kind of policy issues facing the government currently, given what we saw during the week. Front page of the Irish Daily Mail, McEntee, I won't quit. Brenda, this is the political pressure now turning towards Drew Harris and turning to towards Helen McEntee with a suggestion that what happened on Thursday was predictable. Finan Sheehan inside in the Indo writing effectively that this was evident from the previous protests and the level of far-right ire that there was and therefore the policing response should have quashed this on Thursday. I mean, there are strong grounds for that argument, I have to say. I heard some some Dubliners in a Fox Pop on, on Thursday morning saying, look, how, or Friday morning, how is it that social media is not being monitored? And these companies that come here and, and set up and avail of our tax regime also have a responsibility in this. But it does seem as though this was generated on social media. And the fact that that is not doesn't seem to be possible to anticipate and, and to monitor that and to tell when something like this is going to kick off. Because, I mean, we've seen a stream of violent events in Dublin over the summer, starting not necessarily, but with the most high-profile one with the attack on that, that uh, Stephen Termini, the, 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 the uh, American tourist. But there have been a lot of low-level incidents to suggest that there is a group of thuggery, a, an absolute core of thuggery marauding around the city at night looking for an outlet. And this provided the perfect opportunity. And, and you know, we just saw scenes like a guard on his own surrounded by a group of thugs. Well, that was horrendous. His life in danger. I mean, I would have thought, I don't know anything about policing or, or, or training, but I would have thought that rule number one is never, ever leave a, a colleague on his own. So how did he come to be isolated? And he could have been killed. That man could have been killed. So, you know, there, there are definitely questions to be answered about policing and about justice. Do you, do you lay any blame, Fergus, at, at Helen McEntee's door? Do you think this notion that it should have been prevented and predicted is legitimate? I, as a general rule, Anton, I, I shy away from the heads must roll uh, answer to a situation like this. Um, but I do think lessons have to be learned. Um, I, I, I think there are questions to be answered and lessons have to be learned. I was watching social media uh, on, on Thursday afternoon. I, I was horrified. I was watching actually to try and find out what had happened to that little girl mm-hmm. and was she OK? And, you know, and I was kind of obsessed by the, 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 you know, the terrible, awful tragedy that had occurred. And at five o'clock that day, I saw a, a tweet from Gripped, which calls itself a news organisation, quoting official sources, official sources confirming that the assailant was an Algerian. Um, and immediately I thought it's kicking off. It's mm-hmm. going to kick off. There, this is starting something. This is a dog whistle that is absolutely designed to start something. And of course it did. Now it was already underway at that stage and beginning to build on social media. And over the next couple of hours, the hate, the hate that flowed on social media. I have never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, language that you can't use on the radio uh, about foreigners and killing and get rid of them all, burn them out. Uh, I have never seen an outpouring of hate like it. Most of it, I have to say, in anonymous names and a lot of it looking like it was being, you know, um, uh, botted, if that's the word. Um, Didn't look like real people. But I have never seen anything like it. And in that context, I, I, you have to assume that there's somebody in Garda headquarters 
keeping a very close eye. I mean, if an ordinary 5'8 uh, can see it, um, and a lot of people did, uh, you have to assume that there's somebody in Garda headquarters saying mobilise, mobilise, mobilise. Well, that's the only question I have on this, is the capacity to mobilise at sufficient pace, because if you see something like that beginning at five o'clock in the afternoon, and you need to get, as we saw last night, hundreds of guards onto the street, I assume it's quite a challenge to turn around that manpower that fast. I I listened to an interview yesterday with the mother of one of the guards, uh, who was Uh, on duty in his normal shift um, and was summoned to, you know, get his gear on, get out there and so on. It took an hour. Uh, It has has to, he actually had to go home to get his gear on and so on. So, yes, uh, you, 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 I mean, there may be countries in the world where there are squadrons of police waiting in barracks is fully kitted out. We don't have those kind of resources here. Now, uh, sorry, I should just say, for, by the way, Fergus, because you said about spending time on social media yesterday looking, trying to find, or on Thursday, trying to find out the situation, uh, the well-being of the girl in question. I think we should just remind people of where that now stands before we move on, because that's at the heart of all this and it's the bit that matters most. As we now stand, the uh, five-year-old girl who was seriously injured during the incident, this is according to Angarda Shikona, she remains in a critical condition in uh, Temple Street. A six-year-old girl is receiving less uh, treatment for less serious injuries in Crumlin. A five-year-old boy has been discharged from Crumlin and a woman in her 30s remains in a serious condition in the Matter Hospital, which is the the incident at the heart of all of this before Mm -hmm. we get to the riots and and to everything And fingers and everything crossed. All those kids will come through it. But they have months and months and months of recovery ahead of them. And and lifetime effect, one assumes. Yes, I mean, yes. the, to go through a trauma like that at five or six years of age and, and recover from it. And all the kids and all the people who were involved, you know, it's, it's an unimaginable, <clears throat> absolutely unimaginable. And it does appear as though it, if it hadn't been for the, for the passers-by, we could have been looking at a Dunblane, frankly. It, it, because it, it, this man was... It seems that way. Or we, I know we can't make... We, uh, it seems but, that way. And, and again... I mean, well, well, look, we, we do know, we can say without, I think, fear of contradiction, this was a deranged act mm-hmm. by somebody who was clear Clearly, clearly disturbed, if not psychotic. Uh, it was an utterly and completely deranged act. But what was equally deranged, in my opinion, was to attribute that deranged act to the presence of every foreigner, and especially when it was when a foreigner who, who, who intervened. A young Brazilian man who... Young Brazilian Although I have to say, you know, I, I, I take the point, and I'm not specifically mentioning this particular case, but isn't it, isn't it quite coincidental how people have their deranged acts around smaller, more vulnerable people. They don't become deranged surrounded by a group of, of, no. of thugs. Oh, well, obviously, enough. there will be a, a yeah. prosecution to follow, so I'm reluctant to go too far down yes, the, yeah. the line of speculation in relation to that. Can I ask, Brenda, your reaction to what um, Fergus has said about the sort of the fermenting <coughs> of this on social media? Because while some of it was potentially bots, while some of it was anonymous accounts, there were there was some interventions from some fairly significant accounts with significant influence. One of them being Conor McGregor, because Conor McGregor has been for a series of days tweeting things like "Do not let any Irish property be took over unannounced." Evaporate said property. It's a war. Then subsequently, Ireland, we were we are at war. Then suggesting that the suspect in this case should be tortured and killed. None of that seeks to calm tensions. There used to be a phrase years ago, Fergus, you remember, the oxygen of publicity. Unfortunately, the likes of Conor McGregor, because of social media, cannot be denied. I'm reluctant to talk about this kind of ignorant, nonsense, ocean-going stupidity. You know, in in one tweet, he contradicts himself. You know, there is grave danger among us with pictures of Dublin in flames. 
Who caused that? Who is the source of the of the terror? Who is the source of the threat here? The very people he's egging on. I, I mean, I, I'm really I'm reluctant. Well, then, to, uh, well, without giving the source of publicity, yeah. without feeding that more publicity, yeah. the 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 platform itself, yeah. because the platform is owned by Elon Musk. Elon yeah. Musk has weighed in weighed saying. The current Irish government cares more about praise from woke media than their own people. This is their last term in office and the Irish PM hates the Irish people as well as reacting to a series of far-right texts or, or texts from right-wing commentators that have made extraordinary comments about Ireland. In that context, you have to ask about Twitter's policies if that's the owner. Well, obviously you have to, but I mean, what, what can you do? But, but that's Musk the has revealed himself to be a racist xenophobe. I mean, he'd tweet after tweet after tweet oh. Um, not just about Ireland, but about all over the world. Elon Musk is bonkers. He's just completely bonkers. He happens to be one of the richest men in the world. And right now he happens to be one of the most powerful men in the world. But he should be locked up. He is absolutely not. Although he will say this is this is free speech. He is entirely within yeah. his rights to say what he wants. And as he has said himself, he is a free speech absolutist. And if you can't take, you know, if you don't like the heat, get out of the kitchen. This the is the reality is, of people's held opinion. The problem is you get rid of Elon Musk if that was ever even possible. That void will be filled straight away by any amount of, 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 of you know, surge of oncoming hate. Because the, the difficulty is, you know, I was looking at the GB News take on it last night and it was kind of, oh my God, an outrageous attack on, on a Dublin city and the people uh, speak out and suddenly they're, the, they're, the, they're the, the villains. I mean, and this is presented looking exactly as polished, looking exactly as well presented as a mainstream broadcast at and least, people cannot tell At the least difference. GB News has the advantage that in Ireland it has an audience of one. I, I thought it was zero until you admitted watching it. In <laughs> the UK... Up on, on, in the UK now hang on for a minute. <laughs> Whatever about the, the uh, discourse surrounding this, What's the solution to it? Because there is, there is, on the one hand, there is a suggestion where you say, well, look, let's just increase the level of policing and quash this kind of reaction. But there is in here a disenfranchised group of people, whatever their merits, who have been, um, who have provided fertile ground for the kind of messages that have been sold to them. What do you do to prevent that? The advantage is boring. The answer is boring, Anton. I'm sorry. Um, yes, first of all, more policing and more community policing particularly, and, and more readiness on the ground. That, that has to be done. That will require the Commissioner of Angarda Shia to be an awful lot more flexible in his negotiations with, with, the, with the representative bodies around issues like rostering. He's, he's going to have to suck it up around some of those, <coughs> those issues. We need to increase the pay of guards, and we need to suck that up as well. Um, th- that's one answer. But I've worked in disadvantaged communities for most of my uh, working life in one way or another. And I, I understand only too well the alienation uh, that exists when communities are let down again and again and again around issues of housing, around issues mm-hmm. of social services, around the absence, complete absence. For years and years and years and years and years, Ireland was the bottom of the pile when it came to investing in things like um, free preschool education. I mean, one of the cruelest ironies of that awful tragedy on Thursday was that it happened at a lovely yeah. preschool, um, which is free. And that wouldn't have existed in Ireland 10 years. But let me put the question that so, I know, the point that people will, will, listening to you say that, you, can, you know there will be people who will say there are a lot of people who went through life without getting free preschool education and managed to navigate their adulthood without setting fire to Lewis's. Yeah. Of course there are. And, and it is, it's an absolute inviolate rule that there was nobody on the streets on Thursday night who's studying for their leaving cert. Right? If kids are busy at home studying, if they're leaving cert, they're not rioting. So, but, but there's science behind this. I mean, you, you, you can't simply say 
you know, I was beaten as a child and it didn't do me any harm. Um, the, the truth is that if kids start behind, they stay behind. If kids are neglected at childhood, in childhood, they, they don't grow up as well as other kids. If kids aren't respected as kids, they don't show respect in return. We have a very, very significant population of young people that we have allowed to become alienated. There isn't a single answer to that. There's I, I, a multifaceted okay. I don't disagree, but looking at the age profile of the people who have so far been before the courts, they range from 19 to 57. There are 45-year-olds, according to the charges that have been brought, who came from Longford, people with jobs, and all, of course, on free legal aid, which I think is one of the one of the ways that this might possibly be tackled. You know that there is a new proposal from the government to claw back legal aid out of people's um, income or benefits or whatever, because, you know, you have to have some deterrent to people who have 100 previous convictions with absolutely no expense to themselves. But I mean, the point is, yes, I take your point about inner city deprivation and disenfranchisement, whatever you mean by that. But the fact is, if you have people rallying from as far away as Longford to come into the city centre of Dublin to, 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 to loot and rob, that is a much bigger problem than children not getting preschool. I think it's very unlikely, Brandon, to be honest. I mean, I saw, I saw the news item which reported that one of them had an address in Longford. I think it's very unlikely that he got a message in Longford, got into his car and drove to Dublin. Well, let's not speculate too much we again, be, that's speculate. before the courts. Oh, However, we can say that there is... Jobs. Uh, several of them had jobs. There's a text not saying, today, lessons, lessons today, have to be learned, please. Are the government blind? This has been here in building for years. The level of violence on our streets and the Minister and the Guard, they could not predict that these events may happen. If that is the case, we are out of time for, quotes, learning listen, lessons. We need to accept the mess we are in and put people in place that can do the work. The environment, this environment has been created by government policy to allow this. Another social media is a cesspit and should be ignored. What did I do? Got off Facebook as no amount of debate and facts will change hate groups. Delete social media accounts and you will be a lot happier. Another, we need action. Give the guards body cams, whatever else they need. Change whatever laws are needed immediately. Well, what of that, Brenda? What is well, the ultimate is solution? I mean, this is true, though. I mean, just talking about that that particular point. I mean, I've been arguing for some time now about the GDPR implications of, of, of facial recognition and body cams. I mean, does this not prove that we need some way of being able to identify these people? COVID was a blessing for these t- sort of thugs, of course, because they can wear masks on the street with impunity. Their hoods up, they're unrecognisable. I mean, obviously what is going to happen here is that an example has to be made of these people. I think that is absolutely the case. Going forward, obviously social media is what is behind this. Social media is what galvanised these people, is what fuel the hate, as you say, Fergus, the, the kind of vituperative invective that was on social media on Thursday night has is unprecedented. But there has to be some way, if that is, is if that way. is the there source is a way. of it, Regulate the shut hell it out down. of social media. Yeah, exactly. Regulate the hell Regulate. out of it. We have, we had, we have relied for years and years and years on some yoke called hotline.ie, uh, which is run by the social media companies, where, which is a form of self-regulation, which is absolutely useless in every conceivable way. There is now a regulator in place or being put in place with the usual bureaucratic speed that Ireland does these things. Uh, regulate the hell out of it. Can, I, can I just on that? Can I break? About, I'm not just talking about Twitter or Facebook. I'm talking about Vodafone. I'm talking about Air. Mm. I'm talking about you can't access Twitter but this unless is, this you is have the, the corollary phone. argument is when you look at America you say the problem is Trump and you say well hang on a minute there's, there's half of the electorate damn near that want Trump. So you regulate the social media does that remove the underlying beliefs in the population or do you just take away their capacity to talk to each other? No, you don't remove social media. You stop social media spouting as much hate as it does. You, you stop the, the stuff that I watched on Twitter 
um, the F's and the blinds and the yeah. foreigners and the C word and you know they, it, you just stop that and you you stop it you won't stop it by appealing to Elon Musk you'll stop it by saying to Air and Vodafone uh, and um, Virgin you're not allowed to carry that stuff you're not allowed to carry that stuff if that stuff is on your channels get it off because this is one of their, their, their kind of get out of jail c- cards we are a platform we're not a publisher but they actually are publishers, of course publishers. and if any media organisation had published any of that material they, there would have been hell to pay, but there isn't. So if they started to feel it in their pockets, if there if there were some sanctions or fines or regulation that could be imposed on them for carrying that kind of material, you can be damn sure they'd find an algorithm to weed it out. The reaction just keeps coming in, in in respect to this. No one can condone Thursday's events. Unfortunately, there's a lot of anger and anger in the country at the minute and a disconnect between political leaders and the ordinary Joe Soap. It doesn't in any way justify the events, but it does create a dangerous vacuum. Another, the army has thousands of crowd controlled trained personnel available. This is their aid to the civil power function. Um, they should have been called in they would have cleared those streets. That's what they're there for. And text after text coming in of people who are um, angrily making comment on, on I suppose, if, if you want to say it, both sides of uh, the situation. As a guard, says one, I can say I'm sick to the, teth, to the teeth of crap being spouted by politicians all day. If we went in and battened, we would be hammered by the same politicians. We're screwed if we do and we're screwed if we don't. Why join my job? God knows. I'm proud of my colleagues the last day. There is more fear in my job now than ever. We still try, though. Apologies for the rant. It's just that I don't know what people want of us anymore. One moment to be lovey-dovey, next to be hard as nails. It's hard to do both. But I think, actually, I think he's both right and wrong, that guard. I mean, the guards were late getting there. But when they got there, they were astonishingly effective. They took dog's abuse and they took spits and... Stone. An extraordinary bravery. I mean, extraordinary they, bravery. But they Dennis forced did. them back. But, but, okay. that, but that is a point too. Sorry, uh, Anton. You, you, we saw the case during the summer and we, again, can't go into too much detail about it, where gar, a guard is being prosecuted for pursuing... Which goes directly bank. to this the so, texter. So and that, he's that absolutely right to left. say, had they gone in too heavy-handed, they would have been in trouble too. We do have to leave it there. Brenda Power, columnist of the Sunday Times and Daily Mail and Fergus Finlay, columnist with the Irish Examiner. Thank you both very much. The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.